0: The following podcast is sponsored by Our Own Little World Daycare and Learning Center in Alma. Give them a phone call at 479-632-0038. They've been voted best of the best for 2016, 2017, and currently in two categories for 2018, best child care center and best preschool. Give them a phone call at 479-632-0038. And welcome to Airedale All Access. Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Zach. So wherever you are listening at, thank you so much for letting us be a part of your day. And can it really be week six of Arkansas High School football? Unfortunately, that is the case. We are more than halfway through the regular season, and your Alma Airedales are in the thick of the 5A West conference race, sitting atop at 2-0, tied with Harrison. And they've got a big road game this upcoming Friday against the Morrillton Devil Dogs, who got a much needed bounce back victory and are currently sitting at 1 and 1 with Farmington and Greenbrier. Uh, conference scores from last Friday saw Volonia defeat Huntsville 53 24, Harrison defeating Clarksville 42 7, and Morlton as stated, got a much needed victory over Greenbrier 37. To seven, And for your Alma Airedales, they emerged victorious over Farmington 35 to 28. It was almost a very similar performance that we saw from the Airedales the week prior against Vologna. It was just a punishing defense, a stout running game that really led the way for the Airedales to securing this uh, much needed victory and a road victory at that. Uh, When you can uh, take a win and get it on the road, That is definitely something to uh, be proud of because there were plenty of obstacles uh, throughout Friday night and a lot of adversity. And uh, being able to take on a proven, tough Cardinal team who in preseason rankings was right there with Alma, uh, that was a crucial victory for the Airedales coming out of Farmington with a 35 to 28 win. Um, You know, some of my takeaways right off the bat is Break out the spoon for Keegan Roseberry. He ate all game long. Was very critical in establishing that stout Airedale running game that we saw against Valonia the week before. And we got to see it on display again on uh, past Friday night against Farmington. Uh, Most notable was Keegan's uh, 41-yard touchdown run with about seven minutes left in the fourth quarter uh, when Alma was really starting to pull away from the Cardinals and secure that game. I really liked where they were at, and Alma's currently right where they needed to be at the first of the season. They are 2-0 in 5A West Conference play. I will say that Farmington dig themselves an early hole when its first drive ended with the snap soaring over the punter's head. It allowed Alma to take over at the Cardinals' 25-yard line. Uh, Farmington's defense was very stout. Uh, they forced uh, Alma to turn the ball back over on downs at the 11-yard line, but you could already tell from the very early beginnings of this game that it was going to be a tough back-and-forth matchup uh, whenever we were comparing team stats. So just looking at that down the line, they were almost almost mirror images of one another. And so just being able to understand uh, what was going to be expected out of this uh, Farmington team, uh, they had a really good blend of mixing runs and passes, Uh, Alma did the same thing. Uh, Tanner Shelton uh, was able to uh, get moving on the ground to uh, give Alma a little bit more flexibility throughout the night. Uh, It really helped Alma to secure a two score lead in the second half and just opened up opportunities for uh, Keegan Roseberry in the running game. for Tanner, you know, there were some quality throws. Uh, protection was there for him all night long. Things offensively fell just the right way for Alma. Uh, defense was getting pressure. They ended up getting uh, two sacks, an interception, forced a fumble. Um, you know, my biggest concern at this point where we're at in the season is is with the past defense Uh, the secondary is still growing and developing that there's still plenty of opportunities there for continued growth so that's going to be uh, something that i'm going to be keeping an eye on as alma makes another road trip this upcoming friday to morilton but uh, overall you have to be happy about what alma was able to put together against uh, farmington and before i even forget i do want to mention seth cole on uh, special teams Seth cole did a great job for alma on special teams ended up having a high onside kick that uh, i believe colton bowerman was able to uh, secure on the 35 yard line that really helped uh, give alma some additional momentum in the game to really secure the victory moving forward throughout the night but uh, again you could just point it anywhere on the field and there was a lot of really good takeaways from special teams defense as well as on the offense uh, keegan roseberry was definitely a linchpin for alma with the offense getting that running game going he finished the night on 10 carries for 106 yards so it was all was averaging well over 10 yards per carry which is what you want out of a alma run game so really glad to see that stout running game uh, reestablishing itself for the second week in a row hopefully that will continue uh, this upcoming friday night against uh, farmington uh you know again with uh speaking on tanner shelton shelton did a phenomenal job also rushing uh, ended up uh, doing nine carries for 49 yards ended up with two touchdowns um probably the biggest one was in the second quarter he had an 11 yard run and just continued to grind uh there were cardinal defenders piling on top of him and just kept churning those legs kept moving forward kept moving forward uh the rest of the Airedale team was able to get there and kind of start pushing him toward the end zone was finally able to get enough of a break to where he was making enough progress where the officials didn't go ahead and call the play dead and was able to barrel into the end zone uh was able to rip off a 23-yard run in the fourth quarter with uh, just under five minutes left. That really just uh, iced the game for Alma. But uh, you know, the second half they were just able to punch the ball into the end zone. That was critical. But uh, again, you you have to be very happy with how Alma was able to uh, start this game, be able to. Uh, Get the lead, maintain the lead, even when uh, Farmington was threatening, and even had tied the game at a few opportune uh, setups. But uh, Alma kept uh, Farmington's wide receiver Sturgeon in check. He did haul in a 30-yard touchdown pass with uh, 17 seconds left in the game to close the gap to 35 to 28, and uh, he ended up finishing with 14 receptions and 130 yards. So, going back to my previous point, you know um, the defense. Biggest concern is just pass defense. You know, secondary can still figure some things out. But uh, for the most part, they were able to keep Sturgeon in check for the majority of the night. Uh, We knew going into this matchup that Farmington was going to be a very run-heavy team. And that's what our defensive scheme planned for. That's what they were expecting. And so when you're taking away a big portion of that offense and the conference's second leading rusher and taking them out of the mix, it opens up passing lanes. And so Farmington was able to uh, find that counterbalance to really get Stur- Drew Sturgeon involved for Farmington and getting him on the board uh, on the first play of the second quarter uh, with that 11-yard touchdown pass to uh, tie the game at 7-7. Seven and seven. So uh, I-, I was happy and pleased to see that Alma was able to uh, at least keep Sturgeon somewhat in check throughout the night. But as I've stated, There's plenty of opportunity for the secondary to continue to figure things out and continue to grow as they get ready to move on this week with the Moralton Devil Dogs. And before we go discussing the matchup this Friday, let's go ahead and cue up that audio from Coach Doug Lockridge. You guys had a road trip on uh, Friday night going up to Farmington. Uh, We knew it was going to be a really close matchup. You guys were uh, almost uh, neck and neck as far as preseason rankings. Uh, we knew they were going to be a very heavy run team uh their running back was a second leader in the conference uh we also knew that uh, they also had a really good flexible uh passing offense as well with their quarterback options and uh, you guys came up with a really good defensive scheme the game was uh, back and forth all night long but uh, most importantly when the final buzzer sound you guys uh, improved the 2-0 and in 5a west conference play
1: yeah we knew going in they had you know the second leading rusher uh, in the conference and that they were uh, they were a true run team. First, uh, you know, they were really kind of we thought struggled at quarterback uh, with some of the things that they did. We'd seen on video. They were just a quick. They were a play action team. Uh, you know, a, a quick pass team, just getting the ball out quick. And, you know, but they really relied on the tailback. Uh, what I going into the game, we had a game plan of trying to stack the box and trying to to not allow uh, much run game. I thought we did that. We held them to 82 yards rushing all night, um, but. On the flip side, we opened up their passing game. He had a career night passing. I think they ended up th- throwing 35 times which, times, which is uncharacteristic for them, but kind of got them out of their comfort zone. But I thought our kids played well. We had big plays. It was a hard hitting game. You know, it was tied at halftime 14 7. Played a lot better defense the first half than we did the second half. Played a lot better offense the second half than we did the first half. You know, I was probably Landon Blair and the way he came in and played at quarterback, the way Tanner Shelton came in on both sides of the ball. Um, had a big pick on defense and returned it, and a return, and then came in the saying half played really good running at the quarterback. So uh, Keegan Roseberry had over 100 yards rushing. So he's really, I think it was a total team effort. Uh, really, really, really good ball game.
0: Yeah, and total team effort. Just even mentioning defense, uh, Colton Bowerman again, unassisted tackles for just a Farmington game with 11. Uh, you guys ended up getting two sacks, and interception, also got a fumble recovery. So your defense was uh, clicking on all cylinders again for second week in a row. Uh, what were you telling that halftime to the defense?
1: Defensively, you know, we felt good at half. We just need to keep doing what we were doing. We need to, get to make that quarterback move around. Uh, we need to keep getting pressure on him not give up the big plays at corner that was the big deal you know they were taking some shots and and we just need to click the big thing though was penalties you know we had seven penalties in the first half which hurt us we had some five yard face masks and thing and the thing is there's effort penalties and there's de- discipline penalties and uh we were we were getting some definite effort penalties but we need to clean those up uh but the one the penalties that that knocked us out of the red zone offensively and things those were, were concerning but um uh i thought we did pretty well we just kind of tell them to keep doing what they're doing keep playing aggressive you know not not i I don't wanna take the leash off of them. I want them to keep on playing hard and, and everything will work itself out.
0: Well, and speaking of playing hard uh, offensively, we just mentioned uh, Tanner Shelton and Keegan Roseberry. A uh, couple of seniors for your team definitely led the way to this victory on uh, past Friday night. Uh, Tanner, especially first half, uh, that 11, 12 yard run that he had just continued to grind it out and grind it out to end up finally breaking through into the end zone. Keegan Roseberry again was an anchor point for your rushing game. So again, another strong performance from your offense this week.
1: It was a strong performance and a strong performance on our offensive line, which is the strength of our team, and we we have to be able to do that every game. You know they kept they kept Blair clean and upright where he could stand back there and throw. And there's a lot of times he had a lot of time back there able to see what all was going on. Uh, had a lot of guys with different pass receptions and throughout the night. So just a very very overall team effort.
0: And speaking of the overall team effort, uh, what was the mindset of the team when Farmington was making the late run in the fourth quarter? Uh, you guys had already established a, a two-score lead on them. They cut it down to where it was just a seven-point lead. Uh, what were you telling your uh, offense and your defense as they prepared to take the field?
1: Just um, th- these kids don't panic. They've been in these situations before. They were they just settled in and did what they do. Uh, we were fortunate enough to come with a big play in special teams when Colton came up with a high onside kick and we took another seven-point swing real quick. Uh, and you know, I'm making fourteen. 14- game but you know that they were the big time players step up in games and make big time plays and that's just what i thought they did and and we were able to come out come out of there feeling good about ourselves
0: well i do want to take a moment and uh highlight seth cole for your football team uh coach driscoll i must have saw something again on film because you guys had another great play on special teams this past friday against farmington with a, a high onside kick that uh Colton was able to secure for you guys. That was a huge momentum shift for your team on Friday.
1: It was. You know, we didn't want to kick deep to because they had some dangerous return guys, and we sure didn't want to. You know, we were battling the field possession battle all night. The times that they had, had scores, uh, they got the short field and, and were able to, you know, didn't, you know, take over and, and not have very far to go to score. So we wanted to high onside to try to force a fair catch. He didn't get as good as a kick as we wanted him to, but it was short enough and hard enough for him to field. And Colton was, was hustling enough to get down there and, and get it off the ground and get possession of it uh, and before they blew it dead. So well, it was a big, sw- a swing for us.
0: Well, and uh, this week, our Player of the Week with the uh, Edward Jones Player of the Week, sponsored by the office of uh, Lyle Newton, is uh, Tanner Shelton. Uh, again, we've already been mentioning uh, his efforts from past Friday night. Uh, just was one of those players where, especially on that 11 yard run, that just kind of seemed to energize the team and really give them the momentum swing that they needed to really push forward on securing the victory moving forward on Friday night.
1: Yeah, you know, t- Tanner's such a, t- he's a one of the more, more t- Bigger team players I've ever been around. He'll do exactly what you ask him to do, what you need him to do. He's in on special teams. He's our snapper. Uh, he's 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 on kickoff. He's on just about every spin at special team. He's he's quarterback. He he can line up and play receiver. He's he's a plays corner. We can move him to safety. You know, there's all different things that he can do, and and he's just you know. He leads by example, and I thought that night he did lead by example, making the big play. You know, and that's the thing. He's playing corner, and he's a little over 200 pounds. You know, he doesn't really look like a corner, but he just plays good technique, and he knows how to play it, and he's confident in himself. And, you know, he was there to make the play when we needed it and, and, uh, you know, got a good return off of it. And and like I said, he's he's a big body, so he's hard to tackle. So in the third and the fourth quarter, when you have that offensive line coming at you and you've got a 210-pound quarterback coming downhill on you, it makes it a little tough.
0: Well, you guys have a, another road game on Friday, and this one's uh, just as important as the one last week. You guys are traveling down to Moralton to take on the Devil Dogs. And uh, already this is a team that uh, got banged up during the summer going into the season. They've uh, kind of been struggling, but they're finally starting to gain some traction. Uh, just even last Friday, uh, their junior running back, uh, Clemens, rushed for 35 times for 190 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Dylan White is finally... Uh, gotten healthy. He finished the, the game last Friday with 15 out uh, of 18 for 141 yards and three touchdowns. And then they've got a, a standout sophomore uh, named uh, Cayman Fitzpatrick. Uh, he led the team with seven tackles, had a sack, and uh, even got a safety for him against Greenbrier. So What are some of the tentative plans at this point uh, to be able to counteract what they're wanting to do on offense and uh, just having a breakout player like they got as a sophomore for them?
1: You know, we're just going to have to match up with them physically, I think. It's always a physical ball game. Uh, We're going to have to make sure we're disciplined and, and, you know, uh, be a take care of our assignments defensively. Everybody do their job, you know, not not try to do someone else's job, not try to cheat and peek in the backfield or make, you know, give up big plays in the secondary. You know, if they run the ball well and they throw it good enough to, that they can make you, you've got to honor them. So, um, you know, their quarterback is coming off an energy, injury, uh, but he's playing well. Uh, he's a competitor, he, you know, he mixed in last year with Chris Well in the first three or four weeks. So he, he can play the position. Um, we're just going to have to, you know, defensively, make plays and run to the football, be more physical. Offensively, when we have that ball, we're going to take care of it. Great ball security. Uh, we're going to have to make sure we execute, put put, the, put it in the hands of our offensive line, be able to control the line of scrimmage. You know, Morton's always going to have a good defense and throw a lot of stuff at you. So we're going to have to be able to pick that up, get our eyes up, and not get rattled.
0: Well, and Moralton's a really easy drive for everyone to be able to come out and attend on Friday night, so uh, we had a really good crowd for the Farmington game, so uh, what, what kind of impact does it have when uh, the players are able to look behind them and see a big a fan base supporting
1: them? Big impact, we felt really good at Farmington, thought we had a bigger crowd than what they had Our stands were full, they were loud had our band there, you know, and that was really big our cheer squads, dance squads and, and uh, it's just to have our guys our guys know that we, we have people there have our back and our, our, our Alma faithful is just a big support, it's going to be a great ball game i think the last couple years this game's been being decided by two or three points or less you know so it's all this is a conference title game and so if you want to see what a what a big time matchup looks
0: like in the 5a west this to be a big, good ball game and just like coach said this is going to be a championship caliber game on friday night against Morlton when you're looking at the team scoring averages they are almost split right down the middle. Uh, Moralton is averaging about 28 points per game. Alma's averaging uh, 21.8. Let's just go ahead and say 22 points per game just to make it easy on the math. But when you look at the uh, team stat comparisons, rushing yards per game, and this is this is the closest one, by the way, Alma is averaging 136.8 rushing yards per game to Moralton's 137. Uh, so, these are two squads that want to get the ball in the hands of their running backs and establish a stout running game early. Uh, passing yards per game, Alma is averaging a 142.6 to Morrilton's 130. And so, total yards per game, your Airedales outedge the Devil Dogs 279.4 to 267. And As I stated in the interview with Coach Lockridge, some of the players for Moralton that you'll want to keep an eye out is number 27, Xavier Clemens. He is their running back. Uh, He finished with 190 yards and a touchdown last week against the Greenbrier Panthers. Uh, You also want to keep an eye out for senior Dylan White at quarterback. Uh, He's coming back from a knee injury, I believe, from uh, the offseason and throughout their benefit game. And so he came in Friday against Greenbrier, finished with 15 of 18 passing for three touchdowns and 141 yards. And this is just a personal take on this. I really believe that due to that type of injury and just from the performance that uh, he was able to give Moralton against Greenbrier, I really believe you'll see a very patient pocket passer. Uh, Might be able to swing plays out to uh, east and west just to kind of extend the play and allow the wide receivers to... Figure out an opening and come back to help support the quarterback and be able to get some additional yardage. But I really believe that if Alma's defense can continue to be as disruptive as they have been over the last first two weeks of 5A West play against Valonian and Farmington, I really see – Dylan having some issues, because you've got Colton Bowerman leading the team with 11 tackles per per game, and Carson Bono is our sack leader, averaging about one and a half sacks. And this defense is doing a great job. Uh, Again, they're averaging about 79 tackles per game. They're averaging just under four sacks per game. And last week at Farmington, they had two sacks, an interception, a fumble recovery. So they are finding ways to disrupt the offense and get them out of a rhythm and give them a benefit and then on the flip side you've got to be careful of sophomore cayman fitzpatrick Uh, just kind of came out of nowhere last friday night had a very dominant performance against greenbrier Uh, ended up getting seven tackles a sack and ended up uh, being contributing to the safety against the panthers And uh, you also, on special teams, need to watch out for senior Mason Adams, also returned a 70-yard punt return for a touchdown against Greenbrier. So when you look at that matchup and you see what they've got, they they can be a very dangerous team in any phase from offense, defense, and special teams. Alma is going to have to play, in my opinion, a pretty flawless game. Uh, The pass defense is definitely going to... uh, need to grow and develop and mature uh, over this uh, week of practice and try and really clean up and fix some uh, issues that they had with Farmington. And, you know, things defensively just need to fall the right way for the Airedales. Uh, Things need to fall offensively in the right way for the Airedales. Uh, If you can continue to build on the success from what you were able to get out of uh, Tanner Shelton with Keegan Roseberry, with Landon Blair, and get that really good blend going with the offense, getting those quality throws, the offensive line continuing to uh, give really good protection. You know, Alma could very well secure a lead in the second half and really open up opportunities for the run game, allow Keegan Roseberry in that dominant stout run game that Alma's uh, showcased the last two weeks to really chew up and eat the clock to limit the opportunity in the time window that Moralton's going to have to respond on being able to uh, make that a game and come back. But, uh, you know, I, I really expect that this game will be another back-and-forth matchup, just like it was against Farmington last week. So... If you haven't yet, go ahead and make plans to attend this game. Uh, i am already got my plans in place. I will be there on Friday. And uh, that is my key to the game is defense getting pressure on Xavier Clemens and on Dylan. Uh, you've, you've got to disrupt that offense. You've got to disrupt what they want to do, limit their possessions, and give your offense an opportunity to settle in and really be able to run the ball. Uh, if you can run the ball, take control of that clock, and really make them have to play into your strengths throughout the night, uh, that is going to help Alma tremendously moving forward. So again, kickoff will be at 7 o'clock at Devil Dog Stadium in Morrillton, Arkansas. I hope to see you there. Come out, be loud, be proud, support these Airedales as they look to go 3-0 in 5A West Conference play. And as always, go Airedales!